everybody, nothing too serious. Welcome to Get This Around the Nation on Triple M with his polite applause again, if you would, Mr. Martin. I'm still not 100%. It's me, Tony Martin.
deep steel John Law's golden microphone. Someone had broken into that radio station and pinched the $10,000 nine carat gold mic presented the Lord in 2003 for his uh, 150th uh, year on the airwaves. <laughs> it's a one off German Sennheiser serial number. What would it be? JL0001. <laughs> of course it is. So when he got to work today and it wasn't there, how long? Was he talking into an ice cream they put there in place before he realised? Well, no, the show did go here this morning. I taped a bit of it. Have a listen to this. Good morning, world. I was speaking to you this morning, sadly, on an ordinary diamond-encrusted strontium-plated microphone carved from the tusk of a rare woolly mammoth. I know, it's beneath me. But don't worry, I'm still wearing my gold underpants, my gold pacemaker. Sitting very comfortably atop a freshly installed gold suppository. Oh, I don't begrudge the scum who've stolen my beloved microphone, but I do know what Judge Roy Bean would have said. <laughs> Take them from this place and hang them by the neck until vultures swoop down and lay waste to their flailing corpses. And the same goes for the man who cut me off in traffic yesterday forcing me to pull over in my gold limousine and causing the artist who was painting my portrait in oils at the time to slip and knock the string quartet into the passenger seat. Unforgivable. Everyone concerned has been hung. While I'm here speaking to you on this frankly inferior device, let me hose down these rumours that I am desperate to reclaim my rightful position at the top of the ratings before my impending retirement. Coming up next, where's the weirdest place you've had sex? <laughs> Mingo and the secret sound. Here's yesterday's sound. <laughs> and yes, that's right. It was me scouring out a saucepan with the top of my head. The next one along. Is it really? Really? Do we want to play Mingo? When are we going to do that? Mingo. That's the most catchy jingle ever recorded. We might actually play that next. I'll get this. Very good Charlotte dance floor anthem here at Get This. Round the nation on Triple M. A lot of people wondering if they can have this for a ringtone. Don't go near him. He's not worth it. He is a dirty man whore. That's Stephen Guyless asking for that. I think that is a ringtone. It is up already on our website. They've redesigned it, so maybe it's harder to find, but there's quite a few uh, ringtones in there. About 15 of them. There's plenty for everyone. Have you got the uh, Keith Urban songs up there? How many more times can we play them? I don't want to play them. I don't want to play them anymore. But we've had so many requests here. Where? Here. Look. <laughs> for this one. <laughs> Or children's poetry. Janelle, she's four. Right. I had to paraphrase it because she went on a bit. Okay. So what's she rhymed there? She's gone for flowers, flowers dripping by the pain. Again, window pane. Oh, the window pane. Yeah. What about the wind pane? 
Yes, your modern DJ, your DJ Shadow and the, and the like. 
scene. He doesn't like that. But then again, he swings and roundabouts. Then again, he says, I play a bit of internet poker. <laughs> so me, Raylan, plays a bit of internet poker. <laughs> so you hear the words a bit for all night. So me running into the other room shouting, hey, baby, I just dropped the nuts, is probably not what my wife wants to hear either. This is one of the few games where you can legitimately say, I've just dropped the nuts. You know what he deserves? Oh, Prize. What have you got for him? Uh, without a face that went to air three or four weeks ago on Channel 9. We've got a DVD of that. We're not supposed to give those away. They're little stickers saying return to the station. It's actually illegal to give away those preview discs. Yeah. Well, I'm, I've been selling them to cash converters, so I'm in all kinds of trouble. I didn't even use the word prize either. It'd have to be a gift. And even then, it's an illegal gift. I hope this isn't going to air. Oh, man. The radio thing is hard. I met someone from promotions in the uh, in the kitchen today. Yeah. And, uh, and I was, you know... Working my various. You're working it. Oh, the just said. No, and uh, they told me, oh well, this thing fell through a promotion for another show. I said, oh, that's a shame. Doesn't matter. Yeah, well, no, we had a meeting, but it was meant to go to air in two weeks. Two weeks. You know what's happening on on that show in two whole weeks' time? What? But they just they knew they had a meeting and they had planned something for a show two weeks in advance. Oh, no, 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 that's not the way radio works at all. Two weeks in advance? No, the way you think it up on air and then you thrash it out before an actual audience. <laughs> that's what we like to do. Uh, let's talk about Big Brother and uh, Travis. Now, we know Travis is the... We got, I think there's um, something in the computer. It's uh, labelled Singo. Oh, yeah. Richard Marsland's Mingo promo, take two. <laughs> no, we don't want Mingo. It's Singo. Yeah, yeah. say Toto. This is Travis. Who's this little fella? That's me, little boy. Yes. Are you single? It's been a bloody big day. I'm just happy to lay back in the old banana here and just chill. Is he still coming up with those, Richie? Yeah, I saw him the other day. Who was the person who was just for whatever? Is it Danielle? Is that the girl? Danny, thank you, Nikki. Yeah. And she uh, she um, takes a meso um, for them as she leaves. So a meso? A, a message. Oh, message. <laughs> And he does that thing where, if you're impersonating him, you stretch the word before mate, because he seems to be going for the world record use of the word mate, yeah. trying to outdo John Laws and Russell Crowe. Mm. So it'll be, you having a drink, mate? No. What are you going to do, mate? You just stretch the word before mate. Mm. And, but he's getting very sort of steamy. Oh, really? Yeah, he has a lot of negotiations about voting and stuff going on in there. Oh, is that right? And then who's that other bloke? Is it Joel? The one who looks like uh, Merrick Watts doing a comedy character? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the one I mean? Yeah, this is the guy that described himself as the funniest person he knew. <laughs> this is the one from South Australia? When he went in there. I'm the funniest person I know. But I had a cab driver explain to me apparently what's wrong with Big Brother this year. I've got my own theory. Go for it, This is his theory. Go, mate, you know like a porno movie, you have all the boring talking scenes, then you get to the sex scenes? Yes. The 6.30 version of Big Brother, that's the boring talking scene. The uncut version at night, that's what you want to see. I'll sit through the boring talk to get to the uncut version. They got rid of that. Who wants to watch a porno movie with just all the talking bits? Is he right? Ed Cavalier, he's a genius is what he is. Is that what's going on inside him up? Look, I don't want to say too much, but yes. That's why, I mean, the, isn't the idea of getting people in Big Brother who are, you know, quite buff and hot and stuff, mm. so you can listen to Chateau or whatever, whatever, and hey, uncut version comes around and shower scenes for an hour and everybody's happy. And so they've got rid of that. You're yeah. still up late. No, but it's just Mike Goldman saying, we're looking for a word, it starts with it. Okay. For the next six hours, to win 20 bucks and a piece of chewy. All right, well, I think I'm on the telly. <laughs> what we've learned today is cab drivers need to be running TV networks. <laughs> Absolutely.
You want to put that to Lavinia next? No, no, no. I have Lavinia's coming in because there's a new show on Channel 9. starts tonight. Things to do before you die. Things to do before you die. What, mm. what is that? I don't know. I'm just uh, running around clutching your throat saying, ah, the dates were poisoned. <laughs> that would be one thing to do before you die. Well, it does cater to a young demographic if you're 83. <laughs> You've got a lot of work to do. All right. That we'll put all this to Lavinia. Mm. And I have never seen Nikki hold that many fingers. Oh, Nikki. Oh, all right. right. <laughs> it's a virtual proctology exam in here today. And get this. Australia's extreme makeover queen. <laughs> Brought to you by the fully snorkeled up Mrs. Navarra. We're running late. Let's get straight to music. Yesterday I got yelled, uh, show us your aerial. <laughs> I made show us your aerial. 
Why is that? <laughs> I've no idea. Did you have an aerial with no, you? I was riding a bike. No. <laughs> I don't understand that I get this. I've had this yelled twice at me. Meat pie! Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not even in meat pie. This is the film that Ed Carroll oh, yeah. We could do a reshoot. So, oh, the reshoot's yeah. continued the film that Ed's making now. Someone <laughs> Ed's not making it, all right? Ed was in it. But, but you're producing it? No. Okay. Listen to this. This is on our Wikipedia page that hadn't had any updates for ages to oh. all the trouble last year. Mm. But obviously, it's, it's not locked for certain mm-hmm. approved people who have added this. Uh, features of, get this, Tony aggressively and persistently bringing up details and discussion of meat pie and unreleased film that Ed starred in and is massively embarrassed about. Agreed to Tony petitioning the official Trey Law, as it's spelled, can now be found on YouTube. Aggressively and persistently. Oh, wow. I would call it aggressive. Richard, would you call it aggressive? No, I'd just call it a, a gentle prodding. He's a standover man. He has a, a length of chain that he holds in the studio and he... If you, if you don't want to talk about what he wants to talk about, he shows it to you. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I just think if we make all the jokes first... Oh, Tom, the theory is sound. Yeah. Absolutely sound. You know, when Carl Stepanova gets hold of it, starts playing the clip to the morning. Ouch. Won't be as bad. No, it won't be as bad at all. All right. So please don't yell meat pie to me in the no. street. So uh, what do people yell at you from moving cars, Richard? A lot of questioning of sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> but especially when I used to deliver a pizza, uh, when I used to be a pizza boy. Guy. Oh, yeah, the tutu. Pizza guy. That's oh. what it was. And no, no, I wasn't a tutu. This is a topic exactly remarkably like this one. Yeah, yeah. that one. If you're wondering, listeners, the top Richard is wearing is like that one that uh, Peter Jackson wore for 10 years in every single photo. <laughs> it's that same one. It's that one. Uh, and it was, uh, except it was a maroon polo top and a little black hat. Mm. And I was driving a yellow um, Mazda 323 station wagon. So I guess a bit of a target. I had to do a delivery in the wrong side of the track, sort of part of town. And I was asked for, and I've written it down here, Yeah, mate, can I have a penis supreme? <laughs> While I was actually doing the delivery. Yeah, the, the giant penis on the roof of the car was probably helping that along. Penis <laughs> supreme. Oh, good stuff. That was the best one I ever got. The rest of it was just all questioning of, you know, <laughs> what I do in my private time. Yeah, well, it seems to be a running theme with all three of us. <laughs> What's that about? All right. Uh, give us a call. What do people yell at you from cars? One triple three five three. You're unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's, uh, well, EMF with a bit of assistance from our nation's leader here. Yes. On Triple M, today up to Back Mountain, we're saying, what do people yell at you from moving vehicles? Now, what we might do for all of our calls who are about to go to air now, yeah. we might ask for hello and all that kind of thing, yeah. but then we'd like to get them to deliver it the way it was delivered to them. Yeah, so put a bit of oomph into it. Uh, what do they yell at Richard Marvel? Have you got that one there? Have you got it boxed up? Uh, it was, uh, hey, mate, can I have a penis supreme? Okay. Yeah. We'll seem to attract comments like that on this program. Who's going first? Riley, how are you? How you going, fellas? Uh, we're, we're excellent. All right. Uh, you're driving past. We are, we're, 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 we're walking along. Give us some. Your mum's your dad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what a different. Nice to take a circle of block, come back and explain it. That'd be great. Well, it works on a number of levels, Riley. That's what I like about your it. Your mum's your dad. <laughs> what? Hey, I'd love to hear that in Parliament. Let's hear that one. <laughs> Whenever heckles in Parliament are getting pissed week. Yeah, there's no. Your mum's your dad. Now, Riley, what did you do to, promote, to uh, prompt that? Oh, I always 
kid. I use it like everywhere now. So oh, okay. I tell that their mums aren't their, you know, their fathers. Yeah. <laughs> You've co-opted it. Well done. Good on you, Riley. All right, who's next? Oh, oh, hello. Uh, Greg? Yeah, that one can go to air. Greg, are you there? Or Peter? Yep, Peter. Peter, are you there, mate? Yeah, good on you, Sorry, some weird stuff happened. Um, tell me, all right, Peter, you're driving past, you see us, what do you give us? Uh, you're hitchhiking down the street. Okay, we're hitchhiking. And I yell at you, piss in your boots and swim. And how did you respond, Peter? Uh, with the bird. There we go, with the bird. <laughs> Standard response. And do you now, are you passing that comment on chain letter style to other people? Every time I see somebody hitchhiking. Good on you, Peter. That's the way to deal with it. Good on you, Peter. Pass it off. Uh, thank you, sir. Hello, Greg. How are you? Good, thank you, Carol. Oh, mate, great. Okay. Set it up for us. We're walking past. What's the, what's the situation? Okay, I carry meat into butcher shops for a living. Yep. So we're uh, walking, So you? do we yell this at you or do you yell this at us? No, uh, I yell it to me. I'm carrying a pig into a butcher shop. Yep, and he goes. And he yelled out. Hey, mate, is your girlfriend Harry? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know whether you'd want to say that. Mixed company. Polish. It's a witty comeback. Very interesting Polish. We have a lot of Polish on this show. Thank you, Greg. That was pretty good, though. That oh, was good. That's not bad. Girlfriend Harry. I like that. <laughs> now, are we talking to Silo? Is she a plumper? <laughs> Silo, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Now, you're, you're our man uh, delivering the ducks, are you not? That's right. How are the ducks going today? Uh, going well, yes. Do people, as you say, still want ducks? Oh, of course. Yeah. People always want ducks. I've heard that. Okay. Now, people are yelling abuse at you in the street? Yeah, well, I had my window up, so I couldn't I couldn't hear what the guy was saying. He looked like he was um, yeah, abusing me a bit, so I went down the window to have a go at him. And he said, mate, the back door of your van's open. And I uh, checked, and it was. Luckily, I didn't lose any ducks, but um, yeah, they, they would have been thinking about it. So that's not really abuse. That's a helpful note. It looked abusive from uh, from where, where I was, but once I went down the window, it was quite helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Your car's on fire! Oh, okay, thank you very much. Mate, well spotted. Now, so, I like the idea that Zach's been thinking about escaping to get a little committee together. Like, we can make it. What part of the country are you delivering ducks to? Uh, around Melbourne. I'm in Caulfield at the moment. Oh, that's our capital. Mm, that's right. <laughs> no, can we get the catchphrase out of silo before he goes? Or? Yeah, if we want Just uh, People want ducks. <laughs> So what's the situation? Oh, well, it was when I was a teenager, we used to holiday up the Central Coast. Mm -hmm. And a girlfriend of mine at the time who was older than me, and she could drive and she smoked and all that sort of stuff, she, her, her thing was that we'd drive around past Etalong Bowling Club, yeah. and she would yell out, get a dog up you. So I would hide because I didn't want anyone to recognise that I was even with her, but it was it was fun. Yes. Take that as a long. Getting away with it for too long. No. And just one other thing for Greg Fleet. Yes. I was in a shop through the week with my daughter and we found what we thought was a jumper with incredibly long arms. Oh. They were jumper pants. Are you serious? Somebody is now 
marketing them for real? Was, well, I think they were meant to be like footless tights, mm. but they were heavily knitted like a cable knit jumper mm. with a very long body part. Wow. Well, you know, Griggs, uh, you know, finds out his copyright has been breached, there'll be a lot of trouble. <laughs> That's what we thought. Well, I might drive past that shop and yell out, Get a dog up, you! <laughs> That'll learn him. He's a great friend. Uh, if they could put Get a dog up, you into Latin, I reckon it could go on the Australian flag. Do you? It's got that kind of feel. So, Tracy, how are you? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Jesse, how are you? Now, uh, what's the situation? Talk us through it. Well, we had uh, my and my two friends. We were about 12 years old and we were having an ice cream cone. Yep. And we were looking at them walking down the street and these guys stopped the car and screamed, no, fatsos. And we just all started laughing to me and my other friend. And my other girlfriend said, am I fat? Am I fat? And she actually ended up having an eating disorder as a result from it. Oh, no. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> terrible funny. There you go. Terribly amusing. Uh, well, that, well, that's maybe the other side of it. We didn't realise that, yep. uh, that these that these things might cause lasting damage. The downside of hurtful, shouted comments. You don't get the eating disorder from get a dog over you, though. No, no, not at all. Wrong with that at all. It puts a nice warehouse. Yeah, no loose in that. Tell you about the disorder I got from Peter Supreme. Yeah, I hate that. So I was once called a boomba. You? Yeah, I was called a boomba from a moving vehicle with your razor-like elbows. Yeah, exactly. Wow, so many people get injured in the lift here <laughs> by my razor-like elbows. Uh, Tony Boomba Martin here. We're going to be joined in the next hour. We're going to have some glamour on the show for a An actual, a real professional. Not staggering comedians <laughs> thundering around. No, we're going to have Lavinia Nixon. It has to be a creation of the gods, either that or aliens. <laughs>
encourage people to grasp life because the only thing that's guaranteed is death and taxes. Oh, you can minimise one, you can't avoid the other. No. So we just really want to inspire people to make the most of it. And we've all got responsibilities and commitments and life can kind of weigh you down sometimes, but it's just fun. Yeah. That's what this show's about, is grasping it. Now, you say we, you're talking uh, Lundy. Jules Lund, yeah. Did you have some trouble with Jules Lund, uh, Ed? Yes, actually, he left with no, no, not trouble. He's a lovely guy, but one day I was out and about and I saw Jules, I know a little bit, so I said, hi, how are you? He said, yeah, good, 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 and then he disappeared. Ooh. And I turned around and four of the drunkest men in the whole world all across me, you're thinking, good, you hear? Yeah, I'm up the back in the mustache. I'm going to tell you a story about my friend. And then about ooh, nine or ten minutes later, the filthiest story you've ever heard in your whole life, these blokes told me. And I saw Jules a week later, I said, Jules, did you? And he goes, sorry, man. Sorry, now they tried to start telling me the story. I knew where it was going, so I thought I'd leave you to it. Thanks very much. Okay. Thank you uh, very much. Jewel, would that story fit under the category of things to try before you die? You, it, it would, you'd be hard-pressed to try it in its entirety. If it makes you feel any better, yeah. each of us nearly did die in the filming of this show, which is ironic. No, really? not honestly, though. Well, Jules jumped in a cage with great white sharks. People Africa. always do this. And the cage never... You know, I watch World's Most Amazing Videos a lot on the box cover. <laughs> and whales will have a go at you. Like they'll drag you down by the leg. So if you're in a cage in there, sharks, there's no danger there. True, but the danger is, before they got on the boat, there was another group there. <laughs> One thing, jump in the cage. This guy just jumps over the edge. Oh, no. This is after they've been, you know, trawling for sharks. They put out little bits of carpet in the shape of a seal and drag it behind the boat. And that's all it takes is that to rustle up some great white sharks. And this guy's gone, I'm so keen, I'm just going to jump straight in. In, in my carpet wetsuit. One what? thing, jump in the cage. Sharks are pulled by carpet. They are. Well, they're full by surfers. They think they're seals from underneath. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Right, so how were you nearly killed? On a quad bike. Oh, oh that's pretty yeah. sweet. Were you, you, were you juning? No, I was um, treeing. And I just went down this little ditch and came up and hit the tree and rolled it. And yeah. you know, if it rolls on you, they weigh about a ton. Oh, yeah. So, you know, being blonde and oh so smart, put my legs up going, it's all right, I can push the quad back off me. <laughs> no luck. No, luckily it didn't roll on me and then I was up and out of there. Sweet. We yeah. didn't even get it on film. There's the real tragedy. Did you jump anything <laughs> on your quad bike? No, I didn't jump anything on the quad bike. Would you like to? Because <laughs> here <it's pretty> <laughs> no. uh, Now, also, we haven't mentioned Gary Sweet as a part of this show. Yeah. He used to work here at Triple M in Adelaide. Yes. Doing yes. an afternoon shift. When was that? That's post uh, Big Sky, I think. It was post Big Sky. I actually uh, worked at Triple M at the time that Gary Sweet was on the air. The only man I've ever met who does a radio shift with his shirt off. Shirt off. <laughs> shirt off, Lavinia. Shirt off. Yeah. Every day. What? Well, he's, he's all right. He's over 50. Oh, okay. like, every time you see him, he's doing tricep dips, push-ups. You know, we're at the airport waiting for our luggage to be cleared by customs, and Gary's over in the corner doing tricep dips. <laughs> really? Any chance he gets. Wow. Now, does he ever mention any of his great old acting credits from the past? Does he what? But, oh, does he? Really? <laughs> does he? We might get to them next. I was going to say, we'll get to yours next, which we will, because that's one of the themes of our show, dragging your most obscure film credits out before a national audience. You know, I've got some that aren't even on the biog. They're so bad. Let's hear about them next. <laughs> 
diabetes statistic, you'd recognise yourself. I know they've chopped off your head. How many people of a night probably recognise their own ass wobbling up the street? Absolutely. It must happen all the time. Yeah. Well, in defence of people with diabetes, and I can't believe that those words have to come out of no, my well, mouth. No, we're not having a I get the diabetes. I'm just the way they film them for the news. Yeah, yeah I know. Realising from the other side of the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, what was the story? Right, anyway. <laughs> no, no sound effects here, Rich. Okay. Good okay. boy. Yes, okay, seriously, folks. There are two types of diabetes, and type two is the lifestyle. So that's your diet and everything, yeah. and lack of exercise can also cause that. But your type one is the one that um, you already you're born with, so mm. that's got nothing to do with being shot from the neck down. No, okay, but uh, here's a serious idea we floated yesterday, and I'm really uh, you know we said it as a joke, but I reckon it could work. Exercise bikes hooked up to the TV, so the TV only works when the kitty is pedaling. Yeah, I do for gyms as well. You want the lights on, you got to work for it. You, you want the go. music, start walking. Right. Why do they do that? Well, they started yeah. doing that in, in Hong Kong. They have. And there's a gym in Hong Kong that started, they, you, you paddle the place yourself. So if you want to hear my humps, you better pedal for it. Good, because there's all that energy and it's just going to waste. It's going to waste, Lavinia. <laughs> Good ideas. Good ideas. So I'm on the treadmill now, making sure that all these microphones are. That's the show gets to air. Yeah. Uh, what else? Now, you were in a great show, a very underrated show on the night. Oh, network, uh, Mikhail tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah. He had you doing some very odd things. Yeah, standing on top of buildings. Um, Go-go dancer one day. That was another odd wow. day at work. Yeah. And there's a DVD coming out of that. And I told Lavinia that. She stared at me blank face for five seconds as though it was some kind of joke. <laughs> well, it was about five years ago. Well, it's, it's coming so out. It's coming out for Christmas. And Barkov. When is Barkov coming back? I love a show with dogs. Why don't they get rid of Barkov? It got weird, the end of Bark Off. It got it weird? Big, yeah, it was a big competition about between dogs and their owners about who was the best dog in Australia. Uh, we had to take out a restraining order about <laughs> from one contestant to another. That, okay, it got really oh. kind of odd. Yeah, they, they are pretty, you know, that film, Best in Show. People think it's an exaggeration. It's not. Mm. No. And I thought I was a nutty dog owner, and I'm totally normal compared to... Wow. Oh. So they look like they're dogs? They do, yeah. and they behave like they're dogs. Mm. Yeah. Going on the carpet. <laughs> well, okay. Just wearing dog collars. That was weird. I'll take the program into the gutter at this early stage. Uh, you know, I love a show that ends in a restraining order. Um, <laughs> let's hope that doesn't happen with things to try before you die. Now, is this one series of this so far, but there might yeah. be another one? Yes, well, we've done eight podcasts. We've been to eight countries. Mm-hmm. And, um, we count down the 30 best things to do in each region. So, it's interesting. You know, it gets kind of up for debate. People might say, how oh, could you put that at 25? It needs to be higher up the list. Well, jump, jumping over things on a motorcycle didn't feature anywhere, though. No. Now we're talking ideas for the second series. That'll be next. Lavinia Nixon is with us. Things to try before you die goes out on Channel 9 tonight at 7.30. And during the ad break, we were trying to come up with our own stuff for the second series. Well, Lydia has discussed it, Ed. We're so unambitious in here. Yeah, I know. And she's saying, well, what are you going to do on your holiday? And I'm going, well, I've made a bar chest DVD. 
pretty exciting, isn't it? And yeah. then we've got, I couldn't watch a few movies. Oh, yeah. Oh. Come on, get the adrenaline going. All right, things, okay, here's one. I want to do that thing that I've seen on YouTube where you get fire extinguishers and you use them to power <laughs> office chairs up corridors. Does that really work? Oh, yeah. They're kind of jackass a little bit. Yeah, but they're not being pulled on invisible wires, are they? Can you really power an office chair with two fire extinguishers? I'm willing to find out, Tone. I've never seen that, but that's it. See, there we go, there's something. And if you jump and stuff. In an office chair. Working yeah. in, in, in an evil, an evil costume. Yeah, I'll get it somewhere. All right, that's I've pretty. always wanted to pole vault over a ravine. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Can that be done? Yes. I'm sure pole vaulting isn't as easy as it looks in the Naked Gun movie. No, I think prison. just running with a stick that long. Yeah, exactly. That would be too much for us. Richard, things to try before you die. I'd love to be a roadie for a band and go on a tour. That would be great. It's a lot of hard work and you need talent, but you last in the picking order, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but it'd be great fun just stepping up one, two, one, two. Change guitars, mm-hmm. run bottles of water out, towels. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Crowd Sign me up. Bit of crowd control. Could you do that? Could you tackle someone? Yeah, I'll give that a go. Could you go uh, to the you know to the door of the backstage and pick like yes, no, yes, no? Yes, yes, no. That's, 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 a, that's a good thing to do as well. Could you leap into the crowd to rescue a member of TISM? Mm. I'll give that a go. Those are the hardest work you wrote in. Those blokes. Uh, Lavinia, I mean, have you got, I mean, you seem, according to your own bio, you seem to have done pretty much everything. You've done more than any of us have done. You've been inside the pyramids. Is that true? That's true. What goes on in there? Pokies? Not a lot. Everyone's kind of passed away. Oh, my God. Very hot in there. I was quite surprised. Yeah, it's really cramped and it's about 50 degrees. It's cramped. It's Tuscan style. Is there a Starbucks? Sorry, just one up. Have they got a Starbucks in the year? I've heard they were going to get one in there. They've got cops on camels. That made me laugh. Cops on camels? There's a show from the CI Network. And Giza. Geezer. There's a place called Geezer. That's where the pyramid though, isn't it? Everyone in Geezer talk like, all right, Governor, that was impressed. Now, you had, you had your hands on a panda. I did. Oh, in China, I had an eight-month-old panda bear sit on my lap, and it was heaven. Oh, it was the same? Oh, I didn't even ask. Like, I was too overwhelmed. But you know that movie of Mice and Men? Yeah. And yeah. Like, easy, man. Put it down. Because you go, I love it. It's so cute. I want to do it. So it's me. Really? I just wanted to squeeze all the air out of it. I, after a while, I went, take it away. Take it away. Too cute. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched World's Most Amazing Videos yesterday, and a man got attacked by a panda, mm, which really? I thought that didn't happen. I thought they were all vicious. Mm. vicious. Mm. This is a I know, I know, but once they hit a certain age, that unless you're a piece of bamboo, they're not really interested in you being around. Sexual frustration—that must be what it is. Yeah, don't worry. That's why, because they're not mating in captivity. Uh, they actually have to play them little panda videos. Uh, is that true? We've heard about this. Okay, firstly, can the panda register a TV screen? Because I've tried this with my dog a lot of times, and it doesn't look like they can see what's going oh, on there. My dog, if there's a dog on the telly, I'll go, Sam, look, 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 and he'll run around the back to try and find it. Mm-hmm. So I think he does register it. He so, wants to know if there's something going on. So the pandas are sitting there watching panda porn on TV. That's mm-hmm. real. Yes. That really happens. Yes. So I don't, but if the pandas won't mate at all, then how do they make the tapes? Must be actors. On a... <laughs> panda yeah, yeah, yeah. Where'd they get the footage? Exactly. Apparently, this is just from my research before I went to China. Yes, research. I read my notes on the plane. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
said good-looking pandas oh. and ugly pandas have different pheromones, so they smell differently. So they'll take the good-looking pandas pheromones and kind of daub it around the ugly ones <laughs> and back them into the pen and obviously hope for the best. And after it's finished, um, if the male panda catches a glimpse of the ugly female panda's face, they go nuts. <laughs> they get really angry and they try and fight and they have to pull the female panda out of there. Wow. That's how they have to trick them because there's only 1,500 in the wild. They have to take these desperate measures. Things to try before you die. Maybe you'd like to be a roadie for a band. Yes. Maybe you'd like to power yourself up a corridor by a fire extinguisher. Maybe you'd like to appear in a panda porno. Um, <laughs> no, no, what did you want to do? Yeah, I remember. You just want to jump stuff. Hold vault over a revenge. Oh, pardon me. Cross that off the list, listeners. Call us with your idea for things to try before you die. Anything at all. It is get this one triple three five three. Get this on triple M. Lavinia Nixon is with us from Things to Try Before You Die on the Nine Network tonight, and so she's met some pandas. I just heard Ed Cavalier ask her, "Do they have knees?" Now. That, that, that's not a silly question as it sounds. No, I didn't know the answer. No, well, did you, did you ever see a panda try and get up from sitting down? Uh, they, they get up straight legged. Right. They kind of lean forward on their hand well, and they get up and start dancing. We'll cover that on tomorrow. <laughs> Obviously, there's going to be a second series of this thing. Have they run out of things to try before you die? Let's find out who's going first here. Hello, Sam. Hey, guys. What would you like to try? I'd, uh, before, uh, someone uh, seemed to a friend the other week. You mentioned uh, Harvey Birdman. Someone showed me the episode the other day. Yeah. Um, Fred Flintstone was on trial uh, being a mob boss. Yeah, yeah. And the prosecutor's opening line was, Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. Yes. From the page of from from the town of Bedrock, they're a page right out of Godfather Three. Yeah, that's true. It's a very good show, Harvey Birdman. But what exactly is it that you want to try before you die? Well, let's pull some sort of daring bank heist oh, or museum, museum robbery or some kind. Mansion on the 
on the Foxtel. Sorry? You haven't seen Girls of the Playboy Mansion on the Foxtel? I've only seen a bit and pieces of it, uh, Tony, but I can imagine what, what it's like. Yeah. Um, it'd be similar to the uh, pandas, pandas at work. Uh, <laughs> it's a stud, um, and I'm there. I'll do his job uh, very well. Well... Well, I'll send him your resume. No worries. But so I don't think that uh, I don't think it's right. Though. I've got a theory that they're not actually getting it on yeah. you and the girls of the Playboy. You're suggesting that it's eleven to six marriages. I've <laughs> 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 oh, heard that. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, going on. That's where. All right. Well, I don't know whether Lavinia wants to go to the Playboy Mansion for series two. No. No, I think it's the, uh, the, my sweetie would like to go, I'm sure. All right, can we go better than that? Hi, John, how are you? Yeah, good day, people. How are we going? Excellent. What would you like to try? Maybe try to own a house in Sydney. Oh. Hey, can I get one of those CDs? Can I, illegal download? Yeah. Sure. Just uh, stay on the line and, and it's coming your way. Signed by Richard Martin. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Can I get one? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Just give it away too. There's only like 30 left. This is a limited edition album. Yeah. These right. poor jokes. You know what I mean? You can't just go giving them away. Like right. I'll burn a couple of thousand copies and give them out on the street. Can I help you out? That's what we were hoping because it's called illegal download. Yeah. So the idea is we can't actually legally encourage this, but we were kind of hoping that someone put it on LimeWire. Put it on LimeWire for everyone to obtain free. Yeah. Not that you could do that legally. Couldn't happen. Hello, Joanna. Hey. What would you like to try? I would love to herd cattle. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the station with the phones and from, you know, the cattle from one station to another, across the Northern Territory. Mm. They're real cowgirls. Without sounding annoying, mm. I actually did that. You did that, Levine? Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Really? Yeah. There's um, a property in Final Queensland called Rotham Park. It's a million acres. And it's got 30,000 head of Brahmin cattle. What's Brahmin? Brahmin. Oh, Brahmin. Oh, Brahmin. Sorry. City folk. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did the cast list of any poorly short film. Doesn't recognise one of our most common animals. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how hard is it? I'm wondering if it's an urban myth or not. Mm. I think it might be an urban myth. Well, I don't know where to find out. 
Yeah, you can always... Like all right, great. Give it a go, Ed. You could always just do the Wayne's World and lie on the top of your car singing the Star Trek. So you're absolutely right. At the end of the runway. It's a bit of fun. Who's going next? Hi, Matthew. Hi, how are you going? Good. What would you like to try? Hey, I'd love to go diving with my pointers in uh, In the cage? I prefer it, yeah. Yeah. Well, I see, but yeah. Well, Lavinia's had a crack at this, or it always says yours has. Yeah, he said it was fantastic, the highlight of the whole series for him. Do they have a go at the cage? They do. Mm. They have a go at anything that moves. They do have a go at the Melbourne cage particularly. They don't like bits in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. No, wait for it. Alright, there's some great ideas. Hang on, here's a bit of I didn't think we'd get a call like this with a sensible uh, suggestion. Uh, Justin, are you there? Yes. What do you want to do before you die? Um, I want to climb up Mount Everest. Oh. <laughs> I'm actually not from I'm actually not from Australia myself, I'm actually from New Zealand. Okay. So I wanna actually climb Mount Everest for the first time. Be the whole be the first person out of my whole family to try it. Justin, you know what you need? You need a hook because you've got the bloke, you know, in shorts. The Sherpa, you need to go some Sherpas, but you've always, there's always got to be like an angle for your climb to make it differentiate from the others. There was the blind dude, there was the guy with no legs, had a crack. Well, the other thing I wouldn't mind trying is um, being with any of his co host. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, this is good a, good yeah, it's either Everest or co hosting. So mm-hmm. take your pick, Justin. Uh, Can't you both, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> We're not offering either of them. Just going to say, no, I've got myself in a little corner there, Tony. No, we're offering listeners this chance to climb Everest. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Well, okay. Uh, why would you want to co-host with Lavinia? Because she's there. There you go. That's what they say. How hard is it? Who has been uh, your favourite co-host over the years? Gilbo on the bark off. Gilbo. Have you ever Gilbo? worked with Wilco? Wilco. Richard no. Wilkins. Oh yes, I have. I thought yes. I didn't know that kind of in gag name. No, no, it's not. Not part of those gang. Mm. I have worked with Richard. Yeah. Probably Daryl Summers actually, because I was twenty-two when I was on Hey Hey. Oh, you were on Hey Hey. The babe in the woods. You were twenty-two. Yeah, you told Joel the bad. Good about Hey Hey. And was Flacker's Place your first show on TV? Let's go back to Hey Hey. What was Flacker's Place? Oh, a Saturday morning kids show. Yeah, and then. What you gotta get up your flying hours. And what did you do? Um, I was the talking for the ducks that couldn't talk. Oh, no, you were interpreting for Plucker. Yes. Yeah. Did you ever see uh, Plucker's place up late? Oh, oh no. <laughs> that got very pretty. Very blue. All right, great ideas for the second series of Things to Try Before You Die goes out tonight, seven thirty on the Nine Network. But what about Richard Marsland? You know. He's got a few good ideas. Yeah. We're going to hear a couple of them next to get this. It's reflections of a sound silver chair here to get this on Triple M. Lavinia Nixon has been sitting in, a respected veteran of the Nine Network, wouldn't you say? Oh, they've, they've let me kick around the hall for about 10 years now. Wow. Huge relief. And there was a time, though, when I used to turn up for work on the Today Show and they'd ask me if I was there for work experience. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I guess I've come a little way since then. What would be your ultimate show? If you could do any any show you'd like, oh. I mean, I'm sure you love the ones you're doing. Yeah, now. I think I'm actually doing it. Yeah, no, no, things to try before you die is what I've always wanted to do because you get to travel yeah. and have these incredible experiences and call it work. Like what a joke! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of jokes, um, 
have any other items we're supposed to get to today, Richard? What have we got there? Got a few items here. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things. Okay. Sorry, guys. Just give me. I think I have the treasurer to check out nine, please. Looking for a price check. Price check, Mr. Costello. Thanks for coming and thanks to everyone who called up and contributed. Great emails today as well.